Hello, you're listening to Random Sage with Marianne from Revealing Light. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, I didn't record last week. I'm pretty busy as the year uh, winds to a close um, and I start to prepare for a little bit of time off in January. Uh, I am uh, going away also uh, from next week for uh, a few days. Um, And so, yeah, I've just been uh, trying to get everything done. But I wanted to jump on today uh, and talk about my experiences with the butterflies in the last uh, little while. I've never seen so many around me. Uh, In Australia, we have the monarch butterfly, and uh, they are everywhere. When I go for my morning rides on my e-bike, they are just dancing and playing all around me. Um, when I met up with friends for a Christmas uh, cuppa, an exchange of gifts uh, in the uh, veteran club in the region that I live in, it's called the Soldiers Club. They have um, open doors and the butterflies were flying into the club and then they were then stuck on the glass uh, walls that or the glass doors, the glass windows um, that overlooked the park and they couldn't get out. And so I managed to interrupt my co- my coffee or cup of tea and uh, get a few of them on my finger and open the, the door to the balcony on the club and allow them to, to fly out. But there was one or two that I couldn't get because they were so high up. And I became quite uh, sad that this was happening because butterflies don't live that long. The average butterfly will only be alive for two weeks. And so if you've ever watched the butterflies dance and weave in the wind, in the breeze, um, it's a joyousness uh, that they possess And they kept coming back, the ones that I'd liberated kept coming back to land where their friend was stuck, as if to say, come on, come with us. Uh, But the the butterfly couldn't because they were still stuck behind the pane of glass. And I mentioned it to um, to the cafe attendee in the club. She actually looked at me like I was stark raving mad and said we can't do anything about it they can't when the the sliding doors when the automatic doors open they fly in they fly in and we can't do anything about it and she just kind of looked at me and off she went and I thought well actually I can I just did why can't you silly thing isn't it but I am really drawn um to the fragility of life at this time. And I spoke about a paradigm shift in my last podcast, and I think I do have a feeling that things are going to change in 2024. I hope, I hope that things will change in 2024 and the proliferation of butterflies tell me like a sign from spirit not to give up hope and that change could be on its way. 
As many of you know, I've been absolutely heartbroken. And you can understand why heartbroken of what is going on in the Middle East. I don't take sides. I get annoyed when people trying to, to speak for one side or speak for the other side. To me, it's very, very simple. And that is peace. Not bloodshed, not the killing of the beautiful, precious, innocent lives that we're seeing unfolding in the Middle East at this time. And it's caused a fairly, I would say, toxic. It's like, how can I describe it? There's so many views that people are trying to ram down people's throats over this that people can't seem to agree on anything much at all. So I look for those people who have one message and that is around peace, around humanitarian ceasefires, around bringing those hostages home, around bringing Hamas to justice and really getting to the truth of why this occurred in the first place. In this very moment now, I want, I do not want anyone else to suffer or die. And I think all of you can be in that present moment as well. I know my viewers are. But people are afraid of calling for peace in case they will be accused of being anti-this or anti-that or supporting terrorism. And I shake my head when I read these things and I just go, what is it about that child who is murdered by Hamas or that child that is bombed by Netanyahu and shakes with the shock of a missing limb or being taken away from his or her parents? What is it about that that stops you understanding that the only way that we can move forward is through peace? and justice. The butterflies remind me of that fragility of life, but also the beauty of life. When my mother passed away in 2010, yes, and I'm back to wearing her, uh, her I guess it's a a talisman, I don't know, amulet that I, I bought when she died. It's just a heart with uh, the word mum written on it. I'm back to wearing that. I've taken my uh, cross off. I felt I needed that after um, I needed to wear that and now I no longer need to wear it. But when my mother passed, I was so distraught that when I was at my lowest, I had my window open at my work and masses and masses of butterflies through, th flew through the window 
And I called my boss in and I said, please, I want someone to witness this. This wasn't one, two or three butterflies flying through a small window space of my office. This was 10, 15, 20 butterflies streaming through my window. And so every time I then, that was my mother's calling card saying, I'm here. And don't give up hope. Everything is going to be okay. And so now I'm seeing all these butterflies <laughs> around me at a time that I have been heartbroken, jaded, <laughs> cynical, angry, <laughs> sad. And I see all these butterflies. And then I find on Twitter a Jewish uh, man who tweets. He's called the idealist. And he just fills my heart up with joy when he talks about at one point there were a te there was a telephone service, a phone service for Palestinians and Jews in uh, the Middle East to call and really talk about their problems and what a wonderful service that was and he wonders what happened to it. I had another viewer um email me and he said by December there will be many sides flipping and switching the left will become right the right will become left and I kind of dismissed him I thought mm, okay however I saw a Trump supporter or you know a conservative supporter and he said, I don't know why we can't get to ceasefire. I, I'm not I'm not a supporter uh, of, you know, I always, you know, want to, um, you know, if there's if there's a war that needs to be fought, if there's a battle that needs to be fought, go in and do it. But on this, on this now, I can't see why there is not a ceasefire or humanitarian pauses or protection of why the, the 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 hundreds even daily hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of lives that are being lost still when the US has warned Israel now the US is dialing up its rhetoric or not rhetoric dialing up its warnings to Israel and they want to see some evidence that proportionality, uh, that civilian lives are being protected. And the only um, indicator of that really will be when the death toll of the uh, innocent people stop, stop rising in the amounts when, the, when we don't see carpet bombing of residential areas, businesses, when we don't see what is before our eyes. So if you want to uh, be uh, restored in this terrible time, go and seek out the idealist on Twitter, a Jewish man. He remembers the sacredness of all life. I remember the sacredness of all life. So much ugliness, so much terror, so many agendas, 
So many unanswered questions. Putin visited Saudi Arabia. I think it was last week. He hosted the Ayatollah, the head of Iran in Russia. There are reports that Wagner mercenaries, Russians, Russia's Wagner mercenaries trained Hamas. There are still other reports that Hamas has been infiltrated. Those Hamas terrorists that brutally mowed down Israelis had hallmarks of ISIS within them. Where was Netanyahu in the hours after the attack? Hasn't explained where he was. Why did he miss? Why did he ignore the warnings? So many unanswered questions. So much truth will be exposed in the coming months. But for now, all we need to remember today to be on the right side, the right side of this, is the sacredness of all life. That, that is a beginning and an end in itself, the sacredness of all life. And so that's what we should be remembering. doesn't matter who we're talking to about or what situation we're talking about. It all boils down to protecting the sanctity and the sacredness of all so let's ask uh, if we can, will there be peace in the Middle East in 2024? In timelines that I've done before, uh, and they've been correct so far, humanitarian pauses in November. No, there were no, there was no ceasefire in December. It kept going and through into January. But by February, March, there was ceasefire. Will there be peace in the Middle East in 2024? I would like peace today, yesterday. Will there be peace in the Middle East in 2024? Will there be peace in the Middle East in 2024? Will there be peace in the Middle East in 2024? The Ace of Wands, yes, absolutely. And let's not forget that the UN resolution not only called for humanitarian ceasefire, this is the part that many just allow to fall off and don't mention. It called for the immediate release of hostages, the immediate release of hostages. And international law would bring Hamas terrorists to justice, anyone who's committed war crimes, which they have. New starts, the Ace of Wands. It's inevitable. It's inevitable. The scale of destruction and death and suffering means the peace in 2024 in the Middle East is inevitable. Have the Empress card as the foundation of this reading. These are all yes cards, by the way. Judgment card is clarifying the, the yes card, the, the Ace of Wands. 
the empress at the foundation, fertility, motherhood, a season of time, a building back, change, inevitable change. Things will not be the same after this is finished. The chariot means that things in the past, the chariot is a quick, the quick movement here. The chariot is in danger of getting out of control. It's a roller coaster ride. We have the hermit in the sky when the last bomb is dropped, when the last hostage is freed, when the world breaks over the ashes of the destruction in Gaza, there will need to be a time of review and reflection because we've not stopped to do that. It speaks to isolation, review, introspection. You get the Seven of Swords. There's going to be lies uncovered along the way. So be careful. Be careful of defending those who have secrets too, too much because lies and deceit will be uncovered. And we're not too far away from that in the new year. The Five of Wands in the here and now, tell me about it partisanship, a tug of war, fighting against each other. And we have strength. I like that. Maybe that's where the butterflies bring hope in. The strength card is here in the environment around here, around this situation. There's a freeing of the whale from the net and, then, and the whale is able to, to move on up and breach that that is happening now the king of cups in the hopes and fears maturity maturity emotional maturity the two of pentacles decisions need to be made some will some will survive some will not this is a high wire act but a decision will be made nevertheless. Three of Pentacles, many coming together to build and rebuild. Unity is needed. And it's a small step, that Ace of Wands. It's a small step forward in 2024. But we do actually have a new beginning and change in the Middle East in 2024. The underlying energy at the base of the pack, the hanged man, we are all being challenged to see things in a new way, to respond in a new way. The Nine of Pentacles, money. The Queen of Wands, This she holds the Ace of, the ace of Wands, Passion, motivation, moving forward, loss, those left out in the cold. Many are many are homeless. Many are going to be homeless. And the truth of what has occurred will be revealed. Will be revealed. We have huge revelations coming up on what happened in the Middle East and why. 
And that is a part of this paradigm shift is to face the truth and find new ways of responding to old pattern, destructive patterns. All right, that's uh, the podcast for this week. Thank you for tuning in. I'll do one more podcast before Christmas. It'll be a, uh, it'll be, I found found it hard to celebrate when so many are suffering. Uh, However, uh, I will endeavour to, um, when I go on my trip, perhaps to do one more pre-Christmas podcast uh, before I close down season one of Random Sage uh, and uh, I'll be back in February for season two of Random Sage. So one more before uh, before I go on holidays in January uh, and then season two of Random Sage in February. Thank you. This is a new endeavour for me. Um, thank you very much for supporting this and uh, I look forward to maybe chatting next week about Christmas plans, holiday plans, uh, and uh, getting the most. Perhaps, perhaps we ask the question: How do we how do we get the most joy in in life out of life? What are the sort of things that we need to do to experience experience that joy and happiness that uh, we will find, regardless of uh, the state and the troubles of our world? We will find that in simple, the simple joy of living, the uh, sacredness and fragility of life, yes, but also the beauty and the joy of living in the moment. All right, thank you for tuning in and bye for now. You're listening to Random Sage with Mary Ann from Revealing Light. <laughs>